Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar. This is going to be episode 86, and we're going to do the readings for Wednesday, the fourth week of Ordinary Time. Wednesday, the fourth week of eighty uh, of Ordinary Time. This is going to be episode 86. So if you like what I do, please subscribe and share to my podcast. It'll be a great help. So let's begin with the prayer of the act of contrition in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my faults, through my fault, through my most grievous faults. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, Ever-Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. Christe eleison, Christe eleison, Christe eleison. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Queen of the Rosary, pray for us. St. Joseph, Guardian of the Church, Protector of Families, Terror of Demons, pray for us. St. Peter the Apostle, pray for us. St. Paul the Apostle, pray for us. St. John the Apostle, pray for us. St. John the Baptist, pray for us. Mary, St. Mary Magdalene, pray for us. St. Athanasius, pray for us. St. Ambrose, pray for us. St. Augustine, pray for us. St. Jerome, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. St. Francis of Assisi, Pray for us. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us from evil and pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so now we are in Wednesday, Wednesday's readings. We're moving along. And the entrance antiphon for this Wednesday is from Psalm 69. Psalm 69, verse 14. I pray to you, O Lord, for a time, for a time of your favor. In your great mercy, answer me, O God, with your salvation that never fails. I pray to you, O Lord, for for a time of your favor. In your great mercy, answer me, O God, with your salvation that never fails. You ever notice how the Psalms always the Psalms never ask for anything vain like more money, more riches. You never see that in the Psalms. Um, you see always the person crying out for God's protection against the enemy. And sometimes the enemy is very, uh, very abstract. If you notice, it's very, very abstract. Uh, it doesn't like, that doesn't like it, 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 the enemy can be in any situation. The psalmist really, the way it's designed, I've, I've noticed it's never, um, um, what do you call it? Trivial. It's spiritual it's um it could be national it could be people who are plotting against him or it could be a person who is being plagued by by something demonic something a temptation the, the psalmist is always it's always the psalms can be put in any perfect situation 
any uh, situation that a person needs in a desperate moment in their lives. And that's one thing we have to say. It's very beautiful about the Psalms. Okay, let's move on to our readings. Okay, the first reading is from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 49, verse 8 to 15. I have given you as a covenant to the people to restore the land. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, in a time of favor, I answer you. On the day of salvation, I help you. And I have kept you and given you as a covenant to the people to restore the land. And allot the desolate heritages, saying to the prisoners, come out. To those in darkness, show yourselves. Along the way, they shall find pasture. On every bare height shall their pastures be. They shall, they shall not hunger or thirst, nor shall the scourging wind or the sun strike them. For he who pities them leads them and guides them beside springs of water. I will cut a road through all my mountains and make my highways level. See, some shall come from afar, others from the north and the west and some from the land of Sion, Sion sing out, O heavens, and rejoice, O earth, and break forth into a song, you mountains. For the Lord comforts his people and shows mercy to his afflicted. But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me. My Lord has forgotten me. Can a mother forget her infant? and be without tenderness for the child of her womb. Even should she forget, I will not forget you. One more time. Thus says the Lord, in a time of favor, I answer you. On the day of salvation, I help you. And I have kept you and given you as a covenant to the people to restore the land. And I love the desolate heritages, saying to the prisoners, come out. To those in darkness, show yourselves. Along the ways they shall find pasture. On every bare height shall their pastures be. They shall not hunger or thirst, nor shall the scourging wind or the sun strike them. For he who pities them leads them and guides them beside springs of water. I will cut a road through all my mountains and make my highways level. See, some shall come from afar, others from the north and the west, and some from the land of Sion. Sing out, O heavens, and rejoice, O earth. Break forth into song, you mountains, for the Lord comforts his people and shows mercy to his afflicted. But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me. My Lord has forgotten me. Can a mother forget her infant or be without tenderness for the child of her womb? Even should she forget I will not forget you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, Psalm 145. The Lord is gracious and merciful. The Lord is gracious and merciful. The Lord is gracious and merciful. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. The Lord is good to all and compassionate toward all his works. The Lord is gracious and merciful. The Lord is faithful in all his words and holy in all his works. The Lord lifts up all who are falling 
and raises up all who are bowed down. The Lord is gracious and merciful. The Lord is just in all his ways and holy in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. The Lord is gracious and merciful. Okay, let's read it one more time. The Lord is gracious and merciful. The Lord is gracious and merciful. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. The Lord is good to all and compassionate toward all his works. The Lord is gracious and merciful. The Lord is faithful in all his words and holy in all his works. The Lord lifts up all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The Lord is gracious and merciful. The Lord is just in all his ways and holy in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. The Lord is gracious and merciful. The Lord is gracious and merciful. Okay. All right. So the verse before the gospel is from the Gospel of John, chapter 11, verse 25. Uh, combined, I guess, with 26. I am the resurrection and the life, says the Lord. Whoever believes in me will never die. Well, uh, I think that's pretty much, I don't think it's a combination, but it's pretty clear. <laughs> I am the resurrection and the life, says the Lord. Whoever believes in me will never die. All right. As the Father raises the dead and gives them life, so also does the Son of the Son give life to those whom he chooses. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, chapter 5, verse 17 to 30. Okay. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus answered the Jews, My Father is at work even until now, so I am at work. For this reason, they tried all the more to kill him, because he not only broke the Sabbath, but he also called God his own Father making himself equal to God. How clear can that be, right? Jesus answered and said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you. The Son cannot do anything on his own, but only what he sees the Father doing. For what he does, the Son will do also. For the Father loves the Son and shows him everything that he himself does. And he will show him greater works than these, so that you may be amazed. For just as the Father raises the dead and gives life, so also does the Son give life to whomever, to whomever he wishes. Nor does the Father judge anyone, but he has given all judgment to the Son, so that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever hears my words and believes in the one who sent me has eternal life and, and will not come to condemnation, but, but has passed from death to life. Amen, amen, I say to you, the hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God 
and those who, who will hear will live. For just as the Father has life in himself, so also he gives to the Son the possession of life in himself. And he gives him power to exercise judgment because he is the Son of Man. Do not be amazed at this, because the hour is coming in which all who are in the tomb will hear his voice and will come out, and those who have done good deeds to the resurrection of life, but those who have done wicked deeds to the resurrection of condemnation. I cannot do anything on my own. I judge as I hear, and my judgment is just, because I do not seek my own, but will, but the will, but but the will of the one who sent me. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm going to read it one more time. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, chapter 5, verse 17 to 30. Jesus answered the Jews, My Father is at work until now, so I am at work. For this reason... They tried all the more to kill him because he not only broke the Sabbath, but he also called God his own father, making himself equal to God. Jesus answered and said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you. The son cannot do anything on his own, but only what he sees the father doing. For what he does, the son will do also. For the father loves the son and shows him everything that he himself does, and he will show him greater works than these, so that you may be amazed. For just as the Father raises the dead and gives life, so also does the Son give life to whomever he wishes. Nor does the Father judge anyone, but he has given all judgment to the Son, so that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. For whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Amen, amen, I say to you. Whoever hears my words and believes in the one who sent me has eternal life and will not come to condemnation, but has passed from death to life. Amen, amen, I say to you. The hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For just as the Father has life in himself, so also he gives life, he gives, he, ge he gave to the Son the possession of life in himself. And he gives him power to exercise judgment because he is the Son of Man. Do not be amazed at this, because the hour is coming when all will hear the, well, all who are in the tomb will hear his voice and will come out. And those who have done good deeds to the resurrection of life, but those who have done wicked deeds to the resurrection of condemnation. I cannot do anything on my own. I judge as I hear, and my judgment is just, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. <clears throat> okay. My father's at work until now, so I am at work. For this reason, they tried all the more to kill him because he not only broke the Sabbath, but he also called God his own father, making himself equal to God. Well, what could be more clear than this passage? I've been listening to a podcast uh, called History of the Early Church. Uh, this 
uh, young man, uh, gentleman. He's very good. He does a very good job. And he's gone, he's going through all the different heresies, um, you know, from the different persecutions. A lot of times the persecutions have wound up like there were church leaders who under torture, under pressure, or under fear of torture, wound up denouncing their belief in Jesus Christ. And they, because of that, they, they're trying to find ways to justify themselves, to justify their failure by coming up with a heretical idea, which was, well, maybe Jesus is not God. If I'm, if I'm able to denounce him, then it maybe could be that he's not God, you know, and, and, you know, it's, it, it instead of just simply owning up to it and, and, and admitting that, look, we all, we all get scared. We get frightened. A lot of us don't know what we're going to do when we're facing death when we're facing the possibility of death, some of us, yes, some of us may be strong. Some of us may not be. Even Thomas More, my favorite, one of my heroes, himself feared, feared what, what could possibly, he feared the idea of physical torture. And and sometimes, you know, it could happen. I mean, no, human human beings, we don't know. We don't know. I mean, physical pain is real. Torture is real. And and some of us may have the faith. Some of us, you know, may have had the faith, but we also, we don't know. We get scared because of pain, because of the possibility of being tortured. We're human beings. We're human beings. But the thing is, Faith, to ask for that grace, we all shouldn't presume, we all shouldn't presume, we shouldn't have, I think one should not go in there with sparkles of glory and halo in your head. We have to admit that we're weak. And I think one has to go in there begging the Lord, telling the Lord, Lord, I'm scared. I'm frightened. I can't do this on my own. I don't want to, I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to be damned. But I'm frightened, Lord. I'm terribly frightened. I'm frightened. And that's I think what happens is some 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 of them, some people, all of us were all guilty of it that we should not go in there presuming that we can do this on our own. We have to go in there. We have to admit every single day, I am weak. I am weak. I am weak. Lord, help me be strong. Help me to overcome my weakness, please. And I think that's what the, the failure of, of some is. I think we're all, we all, we're all capable of that. None of us are strong on our own. We need the strength of Jesus. Jesus said himself, without me, you can do nothing with me. You can do, you know, you know, you know, without me, you can do nothing. He admits it. We need him in order to overcome it. In the first reading, Isaiah, um, talks about the coming of Jesus in the time of favor. I answered you on the day of salvation. I help you. And then here he's talking about I think he's talking about our Lord, but he's also talking about the Christians. 
And I have kept you and given you as a covenant to the people. He's speaking of Jesus to restore the land. And I loot the desolate heritages, saying to the prisoners, come out. This is Jesus who will, who will announce this. To those in darkness, show yourselves. Along the way they shall find pastures on every bare height, and shall their pastures be. They shall not hunger or thirst, nor shall the scourging wind or the sun strike them. This is persecution. For he who pities them leads them. This is talking about Christ again. And guides them beside the springs of water. I will cut a road through all my mountains and make my highways level. It's like the same message of John the Baptist. Let every uh, let every highway be low. Let every crooked way be made straight. See, some shall come from afar, others from the north and the west, and some from the land of Sion. Uh, I'm not too sure what that place is, but it's probably, I'm sure, if I look it up, um, we'll probably know what it is. Sing out, O heavens, and rejoice, O earth. Break forth into songs, you mountains, for the Lord comforts his people and shows mercy to his afflicted. This this is all speaking about Christ. Every passage of Scripture speaks about him. You know, every passage of Scripture speaks about him. But Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me. My Lord has forgotten me. Can a mother forget her infant? This is an analogy to those who try to use transgenderism. It's an analogy. It's a, it's a figurative language. Be without tenderness for the child of her womb. Even should she forget, I will not forget you. We can see that here. We can see all, you know, we can see it in the Psalm. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger of great kindness. The Lord is good to all and compassionate to all his works. The Lord is faithful in all his words and holy in all his works. The Lord lifts up all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The Lord is just in all his ways and holy in all his works. And Jesus here, this is taking place, this story, this particular event, after he healed the man by the pool, which we read yesterday. The man who who waited for the troubling of the waters because an angel of the Lord would go down. It's like a little, it's like a mini Lourdes. It's like Jerusalem had its own Lourdes. The water would go, the water would be troubled and the man would go down in. Anyone, anyone who reaches the water first because an angel of the Lord would go down and trouble the waters and whoever gets in it first gets healed. Well, the man couldn't, didn't have anyone to help him, right? So Jesus walks by and says to him, do you want to be well? And the man says, yes, but I have no one to help me. And Jesus said, pick up your mat and go walk. He picked up his bed, his little mat, and as and he walks. Now, certain uh, religious leaders, uh, Pharisees most definitely, um, most likely were caught sight of him carrying his bed and they told him it is the sabbath you cannot carry your bed on the sabbath they're very strict about even if you do grocery shopping you can't do it you can't buy anything you can't even carry water you're going to do that the day before i mean it's it's a, it's a wonder that anyone can go to the bathroom and do simple uh, simple deeds, but you can't even do, you know, I mean, you, you probably can do that, I'm sure, but they make a big, they, they make a big fuss out of this one. And so what happens, they, 
they they get angry with the guy and they said who told you to carry your your bed but he couldn't remember the name of the person because he probably didn't get a chance to ask who Jesus is the next day Jesus sees him in the temple and he rec- and Jesus t- points out to him see you are well make sure you don't sin or a worse sickness will fall upon you he finds out as Jesus he tells the men they start persecuting him this Obviously, now Jesus is is making quite clear. He's being more bold. He's revealing himself slowly. And they're catching, they're hanging on every single one of his words. And he literally has just said he's equal to God. He called God his father. And Jesus is saying now he's he's claiming, he's claiming the, he called himself the son of the son of man. And at the end of this passage, because uh, and he gave him power to exercise judgment because he is the son of man. He's referring to the passage in Daniel, where all authority and power have been handed over. One like the son of man comes and stands before the throne of him who is from ancient of days. And the one from ancient of days hands over power to the son of man who is from the beginning of days. All authority and power have been handed over to him by the one on the throne. Jesus is making the connection very clear, very clear that he is the he is the man of, of Daniel. He is the son of man of Daniel. And they they're gonna get just more more outraged, more they're gonna they're just gonna explode with with rage that he would dare to claim this title as his own. So it's building up. We can see this is leading more and more to his to his death, and he's claiming he has the power to of resurrection, and he has the power to, of the judgment. The judgment has been given to him that he will judge the living and the dead, and this is just going to build up more. Okay, so um, let's end it here. Uh, let's say the Our Father, Hail Mary, and Saint Michael prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory now and forever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Michael, Archangel of God, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wild, wicked attack of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And now, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. God bless, and I'll be back with Thursday's readings.